Hello, Delco XC fans. This is Kevin Key with you as always, and um, I'm kind of riding solo tonight uh, for the first time in a while. Kind of spoiled you with a couple interviews there, with a big interview coming up for next week, which, by the way, is Delco Championships Week. Honestly, pretty excited. Have no idea what's going to happen. Pretty high competition on all ends here. Girls, boys, JV, novice. I mean, in reality, anything can happen at Delco Championships, as everyone pretty much knows. Uh, so today's episode is, is kind of a recap of our league meets this week. There were a few on tap this week. There were a few that I did not get results for. I uh, have reached out to a few people to try to get these results other than Miles split. So sorry if I if I can't get out to you. Like, for instance, I couldn't get Del Val results this week. Uh, and the Catholic League was was completely off. So, and uh, the Bow League, Bicentennial League, I did not see a meet. I know they have a meet this upcoming week at Rose Tree Park. So, pretty excited to see what happens there prior to Delco Championships. But first, first thing I want to get into today is I want to congratulate Episcopal Academy's Michael Woolery on his announcement that he's going to be attending Penn State University next year. Honestly, Michael... Penn State is very lucky to have you. You're going to a great school filled with great 800 runners. Pretty excited for you and uh, what your future has to hold at Penn State University. Uh, this week, like I said, I want to get into some league recaps, some pretty quick things. I tweeted a lot of these things out at Delco XC Pod, so I saw a lot of retweets. Strath Haven's Girls, I saw you retweet it. Ridley, I saw your follow, which means you're starting to follow a little bit more on that, uh, on that Twitter account. Uh, I'm also getting some nice comments from Episcopal Academy girls and boys on this uh, on this podcast. So it's really cool to hear that. It's really cool to see those emails. That's delcoxc at gmail.com. Really cool also to get like the Spotify for podcasters comments back and forth about how much people are enjoying this. So that was also pretty cool to see. Um, so make sure you're sharing these, make sure you're commenting, make sure you're, make sure you're emailing, communicating. It's pretty cool to have these conversations with people all over Delaware County. Uh, we've had some pretty successful podcasts out there for the past couple weeks. Uh, a lot of re-listens. So while we have league recaps and meet recaps, there's some great shows that we've already recorded. A couple weeks ago, I talked to Terry Tui, former writer of the Delco Times, uh, with a great interview for Terry Tui. Talking about all about Delco. That was a great listen, so make sure you jump on that. Uh, that past week, this uh, past Tuesday, I recorded and shared a podcast with former Delco champion Greg Thomas. And we kind of went off the beating path. It went from freshmen and what they bring to a program to also like JV kids and how they can actually help change a program into a positive direction and, and really get the focus of the team going. So it was a really interesting conversation with Greg. So make sure you also check out that podcast. Those are my shameless plugs. They probably won't be the only ones today. Also, um, yeah, there's no way I'm beating Olivia C. Slack's uh, 1741 today because uh, I have a lot of news via Central League meets, uh, via what's coming up. This weekend is Paul Short. There's a lot of races coming in Paul Short. Not only Paul Short, but Carlisle's this week, Silesianum. There's a lot of big meets this week. Uh, pretty cool to see Delco all over the place. So I'm going to try to jump into those as well. But first, I want to get in some league recaps. As the Central League had their final regular season meets this week at Rose Tree Park. They left with some notable 
performances, some big absences, and some great storylines heading into this weekend, especially Paul Short weekend. And like I said, one week away from Delco Championships. First, let's talk about Tuesday. Haverford boys were the overall winners of their Central League meet on Tuesday. They had a 52-second split between numbers 1 and 5. Ridley, they were second over on that race. They finished their regular season at 9-2, but they also were out were without their top runners. So to see them finish second there without their top top guys, really their top three or four, pretty impressive. Uh, also, their split was 44 seconds with top performances overall by Ricky Lee who from Marple Newtown, who was the overall winner. Garnet Valley's Michael Calavito, he finished second. Haverford's Sean Lawson was third with his teammates Teddy Foster and Carlo Bienviri. I'm going to crush that name every single time, man. Right behind him. Ridley, however, like I said, without their top guys, they were led by Ulma Matthews and Finn Cutting, who were both 8th and ninth. But once again, Ridley, pretty strong pursuit. They're the team I'm really excited to watch out for this weekend. I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. Ridley, I've been watching. I'm impressed. I'm happy. I'm excited for what your future holds. Keep that going. On the girls' end, it was all Haverford, of course. Uh, these girls just dominated. They put 12 girls within the top 18. They put 13 girls in the top 25. That is more than half. More than half of the top 25 were from Haverford. They were led by the duo of Olivia Seaslack and Cameron McGeehan. The depth of Haverford was the story in this one. I mean, let's look at this. They had Olivia Seaslack, one. Cameron McGeehan, two. Mackenzie Gillespie, six. Alyssa Bloxton, 7. Micah Haskins-Kyer, 8. Anastasia Harmon, 9. Prue Frin, 10. Evelyn Awad, 11. Emma Bush was 14th. Kathleen Strohecker, she was 15th. Taylor Flynn was 16th. Maya Haskins-Kyer was 18th. And Isabel McDermott was 24th. I mean, those numbers... And the split there was crazy. I mean, number 24, Isabel, Isabel McDermott, she went 22-49, putting up a strong performance, and she finished 24th. Just, just crazy what this Haverford team is potentially able to do. And once again, another team I'm pretty excited for going into the weekend, uh, going into Paul Short. Now, on the other end, we had Marple Newtown, who finished second in this one. They had their duo of Lizzie Getz and Ally Pavone going third and fourth for them. But also, looks like Marple was missing their number three girl again this week. Garnet Valley gave some of their athletes off. Notably, missing of this one was Avery Lustgarden. I'm excited to see what Avery has to show this weekend if she's racing. Uh, because, once again, dominant performance out of her. It was a big note that she was missing this week, especially against Olivia and Cameron up front. Uh, but Garnet Valley, they were led by a freshman. Led by freshman Rachel Hicks. She went out there and made a name for herself as well. Um, speaking about freshmen making their names for themselves, make sure you check out the podcasts that I just talked about. About freshmen. Making a name for themselves. That's my shameless plug. Again, I told you I was going to make more than one shameless plug tonight. There it is. Also, uh, pretty cool that Milesplit kind of copied off of me with their freshman, right? If you went on Milesplit.com this week, you would have seen a big picture of Rowan Carr on the front page. And um, last time I checked, I think I mentioned him on the podcast last week. 
So is Miles listening? Probably not, but hey, it's worth a try. Um, let's see. Uh, on Wednesday's meet, Radner was the top team from Delco on the boys' end. They finished third overall. Radner's Luke Bodden, he finished 12th overall. He had his teammate, Nate Halbertstock, going 16th. Uh, they had a spread of 108 from numbers 1 through 5. Strathaven, they were fourth in this one. They had the spread of 1 minute and 9 seconds, with their top finisher being Tommy Tapino. On the girls' end, it was Strathaven who finished second overall. They had a return of Hannah Prokop, who was sixth overall in that one. Looked like she was just trying to get a nice little workout in. Chloe Brown led the way for them. She finished first overall at 1908. I talked about Chloe last week. I was pretty excited to see what she was doing. She's just dropping times left and right. It's pretty exciting to see that. Uh, they also had Sophie Jackson, who went out there running her Rose Tree Best Performance, and Audrey Stevens, who rounded out the top 10. Springfield, they went out and they put out a third-place performance. They had a spread of 1 minute and 11 seconds. I'm watching out for Springfield because at Delco Championships, they could definitely put up numbers next week. I'm watching out for them. I mean, anything, like I've said, anything could happen next week. Maybe next week I'll give a prediction of what I think might happen in that one. But, man, when you add the Central League, you add the Catholic League, you add the Bicentennial League, you add the Interac, you add DelVal, like, anything can really potentially happen within that top five, especially on the girls' end next week. Uh, anything can really happen, and I'm pretty excited for it. So, Springfield, I'm watching you because I think that you're another one of those teams, kind of like a Marple Newtown, that can sneak right into that top five, maybe even top three, performances overall so watching out keeping my eyes open Ratner they finished fourth with a spread of one minute and ten seconds Pax came out to play uh, Albert Darby was also in this race they had a, Li a Lisa Joseph and Sierra Brown in that one as their top finishers uh, Lisa and Sierra they both ran their Rose Tree best times by far by far they ran over a minute better than they ever did at Rose Tree before on top of that they're only a few seconds of what they ran at Lehigh last year. So Lehigh, very fast course versus a rose tree that kind of a little bit slower than than Lehigh, let's be honest. Uh, pretty impressed by what Lisa and Sierra did in that race, so I did want to note their performances. Uh, in the Interac over at uh, Episcopal Academy, and I only have the girls' results here, but it was the Interac girls at Episcopal this week. And it was all Notre Dame. Once again, another team I'm watching out for in that top five at Delco Championships next week. I'm also really excited to see Notre Dame versus Episcopal in Interact Championships coming up in October. But it was Notre Dame all over this one, taking all the dual meet points on Tuesday. Their total team score was 22 points. Episcopal girls, they would have been second overall on this one. They put up strong performance and fight against Notre Dame with a total of 36 points. Dual meet scores had Episcopal Academy over C or SCH with notable performances by Notre Dame's Mary Rossano, who continues her strong season with a win, with teammate Kara Sweeney in third, and the pack of Carson, Chloe, and Maddie going five through seven. Episcopal Academy, they put four in the top ten, with two in the top four, Kendra Williamson was second, and Hannah Todd led the way for Episcopal Academy. Hannah Todd was fourth overall. Uh, EA and Notre Dame, once again, teams to watch out for. And I mentioned a couple of those names 
in the Freshman Podcast on Tuesday. So go back to that shameless plug again. Keep your eyes open on that one. Uh, in the Chessmont, uh, Sun Valley hosted Chessmont American Meet this week, which was only a 4K race. It was Caitlin Vickers of Sun Valley. She was their top and only finisher for Sun Valley. She went fourth overall with the boys. On the boys' end, it was Trevor Fersman, who finished second overall. He was just being outkicked in the end of that one. Pretty exciting race up in Sun Valley for a 4K. See if they come back into Delco Championships next week. Because, once again, if, if they sneak in, you can have some individual glory in, in that one. I mean, Delco's full of great competitors. Uh, once again, Catholic League was off this week. Del Val, I did not get uh, did not get results yet. Bicentennial, I did not get results yet. However, there are some meets coming up. And these are pretty impressive because I'm excited for all of them. First off, I'm excited for Salinziano because I have not seen Penwood actually go out and race yet. So Penwood has a chance to spoil some things in the DelVal. So if I can see them go and race on a hard course like Salinzianum, and trust, I hate Salin- I hate it running on Salinzianum. It was one of the toughest courses I ever ran on as a high schooler. Um, I know that's a tough course. Pretty excited to see what a team like Penwood could do in that race, especially going into Delco's a week, a week away and looking forward to DelVal coming up. Uh, you have Penwood, you have Sun Valley, who I just spoke about a little bit ago. Uh, once again, individual glory, and that course can do it. You have the Haverford School for Boys, also at Silenziano. Once again, if they can sneak in and, and show some excitement, that would also be pretty cool for all of Delaware County. A uh, little confusion on Agnes Irwin. Agnes Irwin is registered for two meets, the register for Silenziano. And they're registered for Carlisle, so I'm not really sure which one they're going to. Uh, but obviously, there are people in from Agnes Irwin we need to keep an eye out for. At Carlisle, you have Delco Christian, you have Garnet Valley, you have Radnor, and potentially Agnes Irwin. This one, for sure, I am looking at Avery Lusgard, and I'm looking at that team from Garnet Valley to see what they can do in that one. Uh, like I said, I'm I'm pretty excited for Garnet as another team. That can sneak right into that top five, especially as they have that front runner with Avery Lusgarden. But they also go in with their freshman, Rachel Hicks. I mean, let's be honest. Anything can potentially happen. And you continue to build pack running and trust your coaches. And honestly, all the coaches in Delaware County, I've spoken to all of them. I'm friends with most of them, if not all of them. They, they've got fire in their bellies, and, and these teams need to watch out. Garnet Valley is one of them. Garnet Valley, you can push ahead, trust your coaches, and, and go after it, especially at Carlisle. Delco Christian, another one. You're looking to make your name for yourself, especially in Delaware County, especially in the Bicentennial. Go, go after it. Radner, man, you guys have a challenge in your own. You have a lot of ranked teams alone right in that area. You have Lower Marion right in that area, right next door to you. You're looking at Haverford, who's also pretty close, if not right next door to you. You guys go out there. You can also go and make a name for yourself. The big meet this week, the big one that I'm looking out for, though, is Paul Short. Paul Short is insane this year. Now, Paul Short is usually pretty good, 
these times are gonna fly if that course is if that course is dry these times are going to be insane lehigh always a little bit flatter always a lot faster of a course to see you always get a lot more prs here but it's not the prs i'm looking for as much here it's the team atmosphere it's what the teams do in this one and paul short is due to be insane on all levels in the girls brown race and i'm going to try to go race by race here in a little bit break down what i'm noticing uh, but in the girls' brown race, you have teams like Haverford, Pencrest, Radner, and Upper Darby. And I know Upper Darby would look to put someone like Lorelei Golombuski right up front there, but I'm going to have that conversation in a little bit. Girls' white race, you have Notre Dame, who could go out there and, and put up some points, as I've already said. Delco Christian, another team. There they are registered in Paul Short as well as Carlisle. So I'm not sure where they are going to go here. Uh, in the girls' white race, you also have Episcopal Academy, and you have Ridley. Once again, teams that are looking to make names for themselves, and they can do so at Paul Short. I'm, I'm pretty excited for what happens. Boys' brown race is where it's at. And while I'm going to break down some of the races, I'm going to focus mostly on, these, on the brown races. Um, I'm going to focus in on the boys being... Basically a Delco preview. You have three state-ranked teams in Delco racing a week before Delco championships. You have Episcopal Academy, Pencrest, Ridley, all three of them ranked in the state of Pennsylvania, Haverford, and Upper Darby. Now on top of the Ridley, the Pencrest, and the Episcopal, who obviously are going to be chasing after one another in this one, I mean, gosh, three state-ranked teams in Delco is crazy. But on top of that, you're looking at teams overall that are looking to make a name for themselves. For instance, Eastern Area, they are on the bubble. Exeter. They are on the bubble. Hershey is Pennsylvania number 11. Lower Marion's in this race. They are PA number 17. They're, I mean, look at these races. PA number 10, Parkland is in this race. PA number 8, obviously Pencrest. PA number 19 is Ridley, with PA number 1 being Episcopal. But not only that, not only is this a battle of Pennsylvania, this is a battle of Maryland. Maryland adding their name to this. You have Maryland's number one team in the state. Calvert Hall College is in this race. Maryland's number three, Howard, is in this race. Maryland's number six, Leola Blakefield, is in this race. Like, this is insane. On top of the teams are the individual races. Michael Woolery is going to have a challenge. Rowan Carr, he's going to have a challenge. Cameron Davis from Maryland, number one ranked in Maryland. Joey Anser from Maryland, number four. Rhea, Ray, Nady, Maryland's number eight. You're looking at the top athletes from Maryland coming into Pennsylvania against some of Pennsylvania's best. Like I said, you have a bubble team. You have PA1, PA11, PA17, PA6, PA10, PA8, and PA19. This could be like a state preview. And like I said, anything could potentially happen here. And then on top of that, you have the storyline of the best teams in Delco on the boys' end in this one. 
You have Episcopal, Pencrest, Ridley. You can even put Haverford in the in the running on this one. Anything could potentially happen in the boys' brown race. Unbelievable. And in the girls' end, while we still have some Delco in this, you're still looking at the girls' brown race. You have Haverford. You have Pencrest looking to make a name for themselves. You have Radner looking to make a name for themselves. You have some top athletes at Upper Darby looking to make a name for themselves in this one. I mean... Just, just think, on top of that, you have Haverford in this one, who is PA number four. And they are going against teams that are ranked in the state of Pennsylvania, like PA number 14, Emmaus. You have Easton Area, who's on the bubble. You have Hershey, who's on the bubble. You have Mannheim Township, who is PA number eight. You have Owen J. Roberts, who is PA number six. You have Perkyoman Valley, who is PA number 18. You have Phoenixville Area High School, who is PA number two. Haverford is going to go out there and try to have themselves a race and prove that they deserve to be in the running of Pennsylvania's best athletes, Pennsylvania's best teams. Honestly, like, I'm not the biggest fan of Paul Short in in any way. I've never really been a big fan of going up there. I think the course is very fast. I think the t- times just keep getting dropped. And I agree, it looks good on a resume going into college. But, man, the teams in this race are unbelievable. Like, it's just crazy to see that. Crazy to see that. Um, so Paul Short is going to be a fun race to watch on top of all of the other races in Delaware in that Delco is going to. I mean, Salenziano Invitational, Carlisle, and I left a team out of the Carlisle Invitational, and I did not mean to leave this team out of the Carlisle Invitational, and that's Strathaven. And Strathaven has been a team that has continued to bounce back week after week after week with some injuries, some some issues at times, and they just keep getting stronger, and a team that's not going away, a team that really wants a Delco championship in potentially what is could be their coach Bill Corn's last season. Uh, anything can happen here. They might want to go out there and prove, prove themselves to Carlisle and come out to Delco Championships and, and see what happens if Bill Corn ever retires. Bill, just let me know. All right? Um, so, Strathaven, good luck this week at Carlisle. Everybody, just these races that you're going after – I'm impressed by. I'm impressed by the talent in Delaware County. I'm impressed with the performances that are going to be coming out this weekend. And I'm going to be watching my computer very closely at all of these meets to see what happens next to preview Delco Championships in a week. And and really to get excited for what's what's to come in championship season. Speaking about what's to come, what is to come is a conversation about the best teams in Delco history. I will have former Cardinal O'Hara coach Tom Kennedy on the show with me soon. That podcast will likely be released at one point next week prior to Delco Championships going into a Delco Championship preview. I I, I have no idea what's going to happen. I might even read Bill Corrin's preview for everybody to hear. So, once again, good luck this week. Delco, run your best. As always, like, share, subscribe. 
Let your coaches know. Let your teammates know about this podcast. Talk to me on Twitter, Instagram. Send me an email at, at DelcoXC at gmail.com. Twitter, Instagram is at DelcoXCPod. Love having the conversation. I, I should be buying some meat soon. When, like I said in the show last week, I went to the Central League meet, but the playground kind of affected me actually being able to watch anything. So, you know, because my, my kid came with me. Um, but I'm excited to catch some meets. Trying, trying, trying to get out the Central League Championships, Catholic League Championships, uh, potentially even looking to get out to Interact Championships, having conversations, uh, talking over, and I mean, seeing what great performances we have all around in Delaware County. We are now in Championship Month. We are a week away from Championship Month. Enjoy. Keep pushing yourselves. Get up that hill and move. Kevin Key signing off.